This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Patricia Blondheim. Welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia Blondheim. And today we are in the studio with Christy Hamner. She's the owner of Hamner and Associates Travel, a dream vacation franchise here in Northport. Christy, how are you today? I'm doing wonderful. How are you today? I'm doing fine. I'm thrilled to have you in the studio. We can talk a little bit about travel, which is one of my favorite things of all time. One of my favorite things also. If I was if I was rich and money was no object, I would travel all the time. And that is all I would do. So um, you don't have so to be rich to travel. That is one of the things I want to talk about, Christy. So tell me a little about your business. I specialize in all-inclusive resorts, river cruises, and ocean cruises. And with that being said, I'm in so many different levels of travel that you don't have to be rich to travel. We have something for everyone. It doesn't matter what your price range is. We can usually work within your budget. So um, I, I would like to address, to address that as maybe one of the misconceptions of travel in the travel industry is that um, you have to wait until you are, um, you know, retired. You've got time for it. And you um, have to hope that at that time you have the money to do it. Can we have that? The money and the help. That's what I hear a misconception of. But I say don't do that. I say keep traveling. If, if you can find the time, you can find the money to do it because it is a passion. It is something that you will learn from. It is definitely a way of life for many people. And like I say, the money is not really a stopping point. It's the perception of you not having the money to do it or the time to do it. So explain that for people who, you know, a lot of us live by a balance sheet and a budget. And um, travel is not something that's a line item in our budget. Tell, tell us a little bit about how the other half lives. How do they manage to find the time and the money to do this wonderful thing, travel? Well, a lot of people find a way to shop. They find a way for extra expensive coffees in the morning. A lot of extras in life. But many people who want to travel they may cut back on some of those items to create a travel fund. I have a lot of guests who travel with me and they pay on a weekly or a monthly basis. So they actually make payments and which is okay. Everybody can do however they want to do, but they make it a priority to travel and they want that. So they are willing to give up a coffee or a lunch out or whatever their guilty pleasure is to be able to afford this. Right. So if you love travel, spend on travel. 
and cut back on the things that maybe you don't love and they're not a non-negotiable in your life. But that's really all it takes. There's no huge amount of money and a stack of wealth that you have to be sitting on top of in order to see the country and the world. That is um, so true. So tell me, how did you, how did you get in the travel industry? Many years ago, back when I was in the banking industry, I traveled every time I received vacation time. And I, too, would save money out of each paycheck and put back into my travel fund. And I had, tra I had been traveling for a lot of years. And every time someone else in my office or just people who knew me in general were getting ready to travel, they would come to me and ask for advice. And I basically was training them on where to go, what to do when they got there. I was pretty much doing the job. And a good friend came to me and said, have you ever thought about becoming a travel advisor? I said, I know nothing about it. Actually, I didn't even know that there were travel advisors out there. Tell me more about it. And so we got to talking. I drugged my feet for about five or 10 years, truly. And all of a sudden I decided that seed has been planted and I want to know more about it. So I started reaching out, finding other people who are indeed, there are other travel advisors out there. And we began to talk. And just the more I learned about it, the more I wanted to do it. I was in it to make money, of course. I wanted another stream of income. I wanted to be able to travel and it, fed my love of travel, the needs that I had for traveling. Some people want a vacation that just takes them to the beach. I wanted places that would take me into other cultures. I wanted to be able to see more than what I could see just here in Alabama. And so I just followed my, my passion. That's awesome. Um, I feel like this is a question that might be laughable, actually, because I'm going to ask you now what you do for fun when you're not being a travel agent. <laughs> oh, I think you know that answer. I travel. I think I know that answer. <laughs> but tell traveling. me, what's one, of your, what's one of your favorite places that you've gone? Oh, that's a trick question. That was tricky of you. I am definitely a Europe type girl, put me in uh, Germany, Croatia, Switzerland, just anywhere overseas. And I'm happy as can be. Yeah, I, I feel the same. I don't know that I have a, I don't know that I have just one, one place that I could point blank say that that is my favorite. You've been on some fabulous river cruises though. Tell us a little bit about a river cruise. What makes that different than an ocean cruise? a lot um where the the only differences are, are i shouldn't say the only differences the main differences are when you are ocean cruising you are most likely going to the tropics or you're going to do a fun environment that sounds really bad the way i just um said that but on a river cruise you are going more for education it is you are going into these small, different little towns that a big ocean liner could not get into. So therefore, you are able to delve into the heart 
of these small towns that an ocean cruise cannot get you to. Also on an ocean liner, if you're going on those, you're in more times than not in party city. Lots of parties going on. You're sharing the world with three or 4,000 people on that one little ship. And when you're on a river cruise, you are maybe with 300 people. Also, there's a difference in price and inclusions that come with ocean cruises and river cruises. Um, an ocean cruise, a lot of times you are having to bundle that package together where a river cruise comes more all-inclusive. Your drinks are included, your excursions are included, your rooms are top-notch. Everything you see and do on a river cruise are just beyond anything that you can imagine. Yeah, I, I've been on plenty of ocean cruises and I don't and I don't relish them the same way I did when I was younger because the whole atmosphere is more of a of a continuous 24 hour um, food and drink related party. And when you when you debark or when you disembark, then there is a, um, there's another party out there. And I started to feel more like I wanted to experience the places that I was traveling to and not just the port cities. Um, so that caused me to think more uh, along the lines of river cruises, which sounds to me like that's where you really get to experience the country that you're in and the towns. That is absolutely correct. So yes, I do feel like a lot of people start with ocean cruises and as they get older and their needs and their wants change, they become river cruisers. Now that is not to say that younger people will not care anything about river cruising because that is incorrect. But I do think that most people start at ocean cruising and then they move up to river cruises because they want a different experience. A more in-depth experience. Fabulous. We need to do just a podcast for you, I think, where we talk oh about the different places to go. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fabulous? But, but be we fun. need to get, back to get back to what we're doing here, which is, uh, you know, maybe you could talk a little bit about um, a hardship that you had in your life that has made you a stronger person. A hardship work-wise would have been 2020 and 2021 as you know travel came to a complete halt and travel advisors such as myself you are only paid via commission and you are only paid once somebody completes that travel and as you know in 2020 and 2021 you were not allowed to travel so if you were a travel advisor you basically did not get paid during 2020 or 2021. So for all of the travel advisors who made it through those years, that means they are strong and they were committed and their passion brought them through that tragedy on top of the physical tragedies of COVID. But work-wise, that would have been our biggest hurdle or that I have experienced and I've been in for 13 years now that I've owned my agency and that would be my biggest hurdle. Yeah, that was huge. Huge, huge for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, hey, 
so what do you want to leave us with? What else do you want people to know about your business? Well, I think it would go back to the misconception thing. A lot of people that when you speak to them and they ask what I do for a living and I say, you know, I'm a travel advisor. Oh, is that still a thing? I had no clue in this day and age that there was still such a thing as a travel advisor. And we are definitely here and we are very much needed, especially if you did have travel. Tra have travel plans during 2020 or 2021, you know the value of a travel advisor who is able to help you through all of those hard times. We may not have been making money, but we were still working. Another thing is just like today, we started brand new promotions for a Labor Day event that is coming up. And we are able to piggyback our dream vacation specials along with each of our supplier specials. So you are able to double up on savings. So basically anyone who is booking online or who is not booking with a travel advisor, they are leaving a lot of money or perks on the table. And I don't know about you, but I want all that I can get. There's nothing better than a good travel advisor and an experienced travel advisor. When the chips are down, that is when a travel advisor pays off. And you just never know. Life is what it is. And it's not going to go perfect because you're on vacation. And um, having the right person in your corner is an amazing advantage. And I would never travel without a a, a, without an experienced travel advisor on my side. Thank you. I agree with that. And I appreciate you understanding the value of a travel advisor. Yeah. And every, everyone should too. Maybe they'll get this out of the podcast. How, if people need an experienced travel advisor, Christy, how, how are they going to get a hold of you? Tell me. They can reach me via my website, hamnersvacations.com. They can also re reach me on TikTok. And my TikTok is, I really don't know the name, Christy Hamner at Dream Vacations. They can reach me via email, khamner at dreamvacations.com. So my phone number in the office is 205-800-TRIP. Extension 101, or they can reach my business cell, 205-331-5386. Wonderful. Christy, thanks for traveling in and spending some time with us. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Northport. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpnorthport.com. That's gnpnorthport.com. Or call 205-809-4910.